0: Business Matters starts now.
1: Hello and good evening. Welcome, Business Matters. We are in beautiful J.B. Raleigh's five-city center. What a great crowd. We've just been fed by our friend, Mr. Bill. We're going to have a great candidates for him. And look, we're going to get rolling right away. So, Mayor, we're going to start with opening uh, statement, and we got your time.
0: Fire away. Uh, good, a- good afternoon. We thank, uh, obviously, WFMZ, Business Matters, Tony, Chamber of Commerce for today. Uh, I've been a public servant in the City of Allentown for 48 years. 38 years with the Allentown School District, most of my years as as administrator. Eight years on City Council, the last three years as President of City Council. Two years as the Mayor of the City of Allentown. I am honored and humbled to be Mayor of the City of Allentown. We have, myself and my staff, and many of my staff are here today, we have brought integrity, honesty, and openness back to City Government and City Hall. My commitment and dedication to the city of Allentown and all of its residents are unwavering. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mayor.
1: All right. Tim
0: Ramos, opening statement.
2: um, Well, thank you, Tony. Thank you, WFMZ and the Chamber. Um, You know, I'm running for mayor because uh, I believe that we need a change in our city government. I believe that we need more transparency. I believe that we've been arguing for some of these things for many years and we still don't see it. Um, we have a community who is in fear, they are in fear of their uncertain tomorrow because of a 27% tax increase, because of water rates that uh, are now going up, because of a deal that my opponent supported. Um, and they're afraid of what's gonna happen in the future. And many of our residents who I've spoken with, um, are afraid they're gonna be losing their houses. We have senior citizens on a fixed income. So my job and the reason I'm running for mayor is to prioritize our residents and our taxpayers, put them at, back at the head of the table and make sure they're the priority. And that's what I aim to accomplish.
1: All right, Tim Ramos, thank you so much. We'll get right to the question. Mayor, I'll go to you first. We're talking about, so we, I'd have to address the tax increase first. I think from your perspective, and I don't wanna speak for you, it was time to to uh, get this budget in order. So the question from, one of this, uh, from the audience, Mayor, if you felt like tax should have been raised and need to be raised, uh, why was it that you voted for the previous budgets
0: when you were on council and no raise? Very good question, comes up all the time. When a mayor for the last 12 years, and I was on city council eight years of the 12 years, brings forth a no tax increase, you don't say to a mayor or a county executive or any sort of representative, oh, by the way, I don't like your tax increase. You need to go back and bring forth to, to us a tax increase you accept a tax increase, you make sure that money is being spent and expenditures wisely for public safety, economic development for the residents of Allentown. And that's what I did. So in a sense, you
1: acquiesced to the head of the the company for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tim Ramos.
2: Well, I would say that we actually did have tax increases. We, uh, against the city's charter, raised the earned income tax three times. Again, the city charter says it can be raised past 1%. Mayor O'Connell voted three separate occasions to increase the earned income tax. We had service fees going up all across the, the city and things that were becoming a burden to our uh, entrepreneurs and our business owners. It continues to be a, a, a burden and that's why, again, I'm running. People are asking, have asked me to run because of those issues and those are issues that I fought against for the last 10 years. Good point. You
0: want to say something? Go ahead, Mayor. I have a rebuttal. We did not go against the Home Rule Charter for tax increases when we raised the IT, we raised a golf fee, We, we it's any kind of fee, a stormwater fee, it, it's, we followed the Home Rule Charter, it's approved by City Council, and it was approved by City Council, so we did follow the parameters of the legality. Well, Tim, the, go ahead. The, the, say the language
2: point. of the Home Rule Charter says not beyond 1%. You guys raised it past 1%. Does the language of the charter say 1%? That, it does that's,
0: say that's, 1%. That, that, that's not
2: factual. We, okay. we, it's on the city website. We right. check it. next topic. Tim
1: Ramos, I wanna ask you, so if we look at the uh, the city of Allentown and the makeup of this city, uh, I, my question to you is, uh, is it time for a person of color to be mayor of this city? When you think of over
2: 50% yeah. Hispanic,
1: uh, 10% African-American, is it time?
2: Well, I would say, again, we have 50, 54, 54% Latinos in the city of Allentown. I would say, yeah, it is time, but I think it's time Time for the right person. I think it's time for someone who doesn't just represent the Latino community, which of course I do. I'm of Puerto Rican descent, um, but it's someone who represents the entire Allentown. Um, I grew up down on Seventh Street. I lived there for 30 years of my life. Again, for the last 10 years, I. I've fought against a lot of the most important decisions that have been made in this city. I have been on the right side of them. And whose side is that on? On the side of the taxpayer, on the side of the resident, and on the side of everybody walking down on that street out there. So that's what it's time for. It's time to have good leadership, someone with sound judgment who can lead the way into the future of this city.
1: Mayor, you've got a long career. Uh, go ahead. Please, if you want to clap, knock yourself out. Mayor, you've got a long, long career as a, a public servant uh, in education. but. Uh, to, to that point, you're the right guy for the job?
0: Uh, I'm absolutely the right job, guy for the job, and I go with Tim. I mean, no matter what descent, Dominican, Puerto Rican, Irish, Italian, Slovak, if you're the right person for the job, and you have the platform and the agenda to move the city forward, come forth, run for mayor. I would, I, I, it's, it's time. I mean, we are we are a minority-majority city. And I am the right person for the job because I possess the leadership skills, collaboration, compromise, consensus, meeting with my staff on a daily basis to move the city forward, not as one person, but as a team.
1: So along those lines, let me ask this question. So anything, I'll go to you, Mayor, then over to you, Tim. So do you, can you feel the pulse, Mayor, whether it's security or home ownership or everyone getting a piece of the pie of the residents within the city of Allentown, many of whom are in the minority community, do you feel the pulse of that?
0: I feel the pulse of this community. Do we do we need to do more for the community? As far as community benefits agreements to spread the wealth, not only from center city, but other areas in the city, the east side, the north side, the south side, absolutely. But the beat of the residents of the city is strong. we strong will. We have to make a better life for the families, for the children, for the grandchildren. And that's, I go to work every day to do that, working with Community Economic Development Director, Leonard Leitner, working with public works, working with public safety. We are a team, and we are moving the city forward each and every day.
2: I would say that we still suffer the same problem. You don't really know what's going on downtown. Uh, Many in the community are arguing and still asking for answers, and that's where a person like me has stepped up to the plate. When there hasn't been answers, um, I have done the research. If if someone else has done the research, I go to them and I I network with them and I get it to the people. So uh, to say we build consensus, we need to actually build consensus, consensus consensus means we're going to come to an agreement together, not we're going to push things through at the last minute in the dark a night. We had a 27% tax increase. Consensus said the city and the citizens were not ready for it and didn't want it. Consensus is not what pushed it through.
0: Got gotcha. Fire, Mayor. I have a question. Uh, give me one example of where city government and all the departments in the city are not responding to the cities and the residents. Give me uh, one example. Listen,
2: we've got, we've got 10 years of example. We have, we have city council f- chambers full to the teeth with residents who didn't want eminent domain. You supported it. They didn't want the border lease. You supported it. They didn't want the trash incinerator. You supported it. They, I can go down. The, we got a long list. We got 10 uh, years. I,
0: I, I, <laughs> I, every no, major no, no. issue. <laughs> I have to rebut that. No, no, no. no, no, no. We, we did not take one home in this row for the NIS via eminent domain. We compromised and we talked to each homeowner and we came to agreement, not one home for eminent domain, not one. So they were, okay, not one home dozens of businesses, dozens
2: of property owners who didn't have a choice. There was a plan for this arena. And look guys, I wasn't against the arena. There's actually video of that. I wasn't against the arena. I was against the change, the radical change and the quick change in placement of the arena because the original plan was to be down on the waterfront. And now they changed it and they brought it downtown. And they said, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, It's going to revitalize our downtown, and what I feel, and what a lot of our residents feel, is we were sold the bag of goods, and guess what, it's not exactly panning out.
0: Well, yeah, go ahead, Mayor, but then I want to ask a question. Go ahead, Mayor. Go ahead, real quick. Let me tell you. you. You can talk about where it was going to be placed. The bottom line is the NIS Zone has achieved exactly what it was supposed to do revitalize the downtown. Mm-hmm. The downtown is the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. Now we have to do more economic development and revitalize the, uh, the surrounding area, okay? But the bottom line, the NIS Zone did exactly what it was supposed to do and revitalized the downtown because six years ago, this downtown was didn't have a pulse. Yes. Not Good. at all.
2: I'd right. I, I like to respond yeah. to that okay. last well, I was going to ask you
0: that
1: question. Yeah. Do you agree that what we see here is a good thing, but I, I guess I want to find out what, what your, well, what's your concern?
2: My concern is that it's not organic. So that's why we have uh, tax revenues are down 10%. The, the, we have businesses that have shut down as fast as they've opened up. And people are looking around and the planners, you know, they always say planners plan, the plans fail, they plan some more. And that's what we're facing. We've had organic businesses. He says 60 years ago that it was dead no they killed it they created ordinances they changed rules they moved things around to kill the businesses down on hamilton and once they died oh well now we need this and again we were sold this bag of goods right. he Four. says he says it wasn't a silver bullet i say it was a shot in the dark with no bullet at all no, no, no. okay, Ray,
0: one, real one, quick, okay. in 2000, just one, one last comment in 2018 into 2019 410 410 new businesses opened in the city of Allentown, and where? 40 million dollars of development outside of the NIS for this city. Okay. Where? So you saying, and, go ahead, go so,
2: ahead, Tim. Then I can ask some questions. Go ahead. I, I would just like to say, where was that 40 million dollars spent? Where was those 400 uh, businesses created? I would argue they're not created in the downtown. They're created outside the NIS, or again, organic businesses. So what we have is another city hall after the last administration who's trying to take credit for what every one of those people out there are doing. They're starting businesses. They're creating the, the, the way for their future by the entrepreneurial spirit, and they want to take credit for it. Gotcha. I
0: okay. okay, Mayor, I give you, I'll give you a minute there. You've got to no, say something. Is, Go no, ahead. It's, it's called a public private partnership. Gotcha. Okay. That's how that's how economies economy's So you're saying
1: City Hall working with the private sector is what it got it done. Okay. I want to go on to the are all audience questions. Tim Ramos uh, that I read m- in an article Emily, Emily Apilo from uh, Morning Call that you were offered at 1.2 bribes, one for 5000, one for 20000. I don't want to go on and on about it, but yeah. the question is, would you call it that or was it just was it a joke or was it no, someone it, that really was- said to you Hey uh, here's well, a check. Get lost. It,
2: it wasn't an explicit bribe into that effect of get lost. What they tried to do was to lay lay out the foundation, approach me in a way, hey man, this is better for you. Run for something else. Takes me 75% of my time outside the city. It was laid out there in a way that they were suggesting it. I rejected it on multiple occasions and then it became a demand and it was aggressive. And I I, I threw. are you trying to, and I started responding to it. and. Then they got scared and they ran away and you know, that that's all it is. Well, so real
1: quick before I go to hang old, on Mary, real quick though. Do you know what do you think the where did it come from? Who was the who was you, the what was the you motivation? Know
2: what? Um, there's a, I, you would say you have establishment powers okay. and I, th- people like to say Democrat, Republican, no, there's establishment powers. There's people who don't want things in the city of Allentown to change. They don't want good leadership. They don't want someone who's advocating for the taxpayers and the residents. And they thought that, oh, well, we'll dangle something in front of them. That wasn't gonna happen at all. Okay, okay.
0: Mayor, go ahead, Mayor. Well, uh, yeah, and, and number one, I truly respect what Tim did. Number two is, by Tim saying that, it would almost give you imply that it came from the Democratic side, my opponent. I would never do that. But the bottom line is, and I, and I believe Tim, and we, did, we talked about this at PBS, the bottom line is, Tim should have gone to the authorities. That's a bribe. That's quid pro quo. Should have gone to the authorities, and Tim, if you still know who they are, I suggest you go to the authorities, because that's wrong. That destroys that destroys any kind of relationship with anybody in the city. It's totally wrong.
2: Okay, Tim, You want to comment real I, quick? I would just say. Um I, I would just say that's easy for a lot of us to sit back and say, do this, do that. Um, the reality is, at the end of the day, I have an accusation, and, uh, you know, those don't go very far. Um, you're, it, but it, you're not it, going uh, with, you're not saying who the person, you, you don't want to go past that. You know what, the bottom line is, yeah. there's, I, and I didn't imply that it came from my opponent, okay. and it, it, speaking do you, broadly do you, doesn't. It implies one thing, do you believe that's where it came from, or you just say powers of um, the? Peace? I don't know who it sent the person, I just okay. know that. Someone came and approached me and they thought they were gonna distract me from my focus, which is this city. Okay, I don't wanna belabor that. All
1: right, let's go, yeah. let's stick with you Tim. I wanna get to security. Uh, you, you, know, you know what's, what's happening relative yes. to security. We have got a new police chief uh, and I think he's got tremendous amount of support. Uh, your thoughts on, is this a good move and what, what maybe you
2: have done or would do to improve, say, uh, policing in this city? So again, um, well, I, I definitely agree with the plans that are coming from Chief Granitz. I think he was a great pick. Um, he was the people's pick. We know that the mayor wanted somebody else, people on council wanted at least two other individuals. Um, what we got was that the people lobbied, the people rallied together, and they had, after, of course, Tony Osterbane, uh resigned, they had no choice but to go with the pick of the people. As far as co- policing in our community, I've lobbied for community policing for over 10 years. That was something I grew up on. Um, Mayor O'Connell knows that while he was on council, I, I co- consistently argued that we need a return to community policing. It was shot down by city council members every time for the last 10 years. Now we have Chief uh, Granitz and he's returning us to that.
0: All right, go ahead, Mayor, your thoughts uh, yeah, on that. I, I agree, I mean, uh, bottom line is, uh, Chief Granite was brought forth by me and approved by city council. Did we get community input from community leaders? They're out there now, I see them. Yes, we did. The bottom line is, public safety has to be your number of priority of of a mayor of any city. Uh, First responders, police, we've increased in police force. We want to go up a full complement of 228. I added two firefighters uh, this year to get them up to about 124. Our EMS is at full staff, our 26 EMS people, paramedics are not EMTs. The bottom line is, if you don't have uh, safe streets, straight neighborhoods, you don't have a safe city, no one's going to live here and no one's going to come in to dine here and invest here. Gotcha. Very good point. All right. Tim, I would just on. say I would just suggest, um,
2: while all of that is great, I would just suggest we recruit local, hire local, do our absolute best to go into the neighborhoods. If there's an issue, I, I've suggested that we do the Explorer program, was done in New York, is that you have kids from the school districts, they're uh, brought into intern in all city departments, and then you see a natural flow, a natural progression to bring them on on onto the city. Tim, staff. Are you happy
1: with the demograph? Uh, the demographics relative to the police department, good mix. Um, you need more. Offers, um
2: the i think is- that we need a little more diversity but i think that we're going in the right direction and i of course on the chief uh G-Granis, i think we're going to see more right. of that
0: mayor your thoughts uh, uh, but the bottom line is in 2017 when i ran for mayor okay i had a program called grow your own grow your own police officers grow your own firefighters grow your Own ems grow your own community development people public safety people the bottom line i need to we are doing a good job and we will continue to do a good job recruiting local candidates that reflect the community. When I was with the school district, we did the same thing. We recruited teachers and administrators that reflected the community. Because if you are in a neighborhood, and you had a Latino, and you have Latino officers come up to you, you immediately feel comfortable talking to that person. And we are in 2020, under, under the leadership of Chief Granis, City Council, myself, we are going to community policing in 2020. All
1: right, very, very good point. I want to talk real quickly, because it's important, I'll go with you, Mayor, then over to you, Tim. Uh, school district, you know, that obviously uh, a challenge in, in all cities across this country. Uh, do you feel that, uh, specifically charter schools, charter schools a good alternative, Are charter schools taking money from a district that it could use to improve the
0: district? Your thoughts, Mayor, and then I'll go to you, Tim. Uh, it depends what charter school it is. There are many charter schools that are out there that are good, okay, and being a public school administrator for all those years, do I fully, fully support charter schools? No, but the charter schools that are doing the job and, and I know there are some in Allentown are doing the job and they continue to do the job for the children. It doesn't matter if you're a public school, a school, charter school. If you as a mother and a father feel that your child is getting the best education they can in any of those schools, Go for it.
1: Do you wish they would have agreed to contribute more to the school district or you think uh, it's where at, we're at now is fair?
0: The bottom line, the, for, the formula, the funding formula for the public school system is broken. Gotcha. Totally broken. We need to increase the funding formula for the public school system because we're not all we're not on the same level playing field. Mm-hmm. The Parklands, the Salisbury, the East Penns, and Allentown, we're not. We got to get there for gotcha. our kids. Very good part. So, Tim Ramos. Um, First of
2: all, I support school choice, um, and when I saw what the governor did uh, against the charter schools I looked at that. I view that as an attack against our community many in the Hispanic community and and the working-class communities that are here in Allentown They they're the main beneficiaries of, of charter schools So when you do something against that you're trying to take their choice from them now There are some charter school situations where I don't think that uh Uh, virtual charters should be getting the same uh, dollars as a brick and mortar so there's things that need to be changed and we obviously know that we have issues uh, with the funding formula but i remember when um, i ran for school board some years ago the budget was 269 million in less than how many years five years they went up they, they tried to pass a budget of an increase of 80 million dollars and there were some on our school board who rejected it and tried to fight against it so we have some serious issues in, okay, in okay in Kim i want to
1: go to you so we talked about we know recently the explosion we know the challenges we have with lca relative to the water sewer situation but like every aging city infrastructure is an issue no. so if you weren't for the 20 percent 27 tax increase what would you do to address infrastructure
2: needs or just capital improvements in general Well, we definitely got to bring more uh, investors into the community, but we need to create an environment that's uh, inviting for them. So right now we, we see what we have and we have the investors we have But it seems to be they're the only ones. Um, Mayor O'Connell said it it was okay to put your eggs all in one basket in certain scenarios, and I disagree. I think we need more diversity in terms of who's investing in our community and make sure that when we're inviting them in that they're going to be focused specifically on those things. Um, There's other avenues that we're looking at uh, with my team and with uh, one of our city council candidates, Joe Hoffman, whose focus is on grants. He's done that for 40 years, and he and I have talked about major uh, development that we would like to do to bring funds into the city so um, you feel
1: like it's the, again this is an aging uh, system yeah. gas water whatever like every city yeah. you're saying maybe grants would be where you'd fill that gap not taxes no yeah. no let well, me ask you this are you for no tax increase at all
2: well right now i'm not for any tax increases because we we have a situation where our, we already have a struggling economy so we just exacerbate that situation for our our uh, community gotcha
0: okay mayor your thoughts on uh, what our, we just talked about our infrastructure our infrastructure in the city, obviously we have a five-year capital plan. We follow the five-year capital plan each year. We have capital projects and we move on. The Director of Public Works, Greg Messenger, is here. The bottom line is that we have a very, very old infrastructure in the city. We have to stay on top of it, do what we have to do. We have a partnership, even though the Warner Store lease was agreement to LCA, We have a partnership with lca when we meet on a regular basis they have a a capital project plan going forth with their infrastructure in the city of allentown and we support that and they support us
1: let me stay on that in terms of the economics so like again like every city legal challenges legal challenges i the numbers are staggering what you've had to spend on legal whether it's defending the uh, water situation or police officers is that just the way first mayor of this 21st century that in fact you're gonna be spending real money defending lots of cases.
0: Well, you, you do everything you can to stay out of litigation. Bottom line is, when you go to litigation, the, not, no, no offense to the lawyers, the lawyers get rich, okay? Mm-hmm. So, we, we have minimized the litigation with the LCA, but we, we, have, we meet on a regular basis. We are putting some agreements together. You're, you're to, getting close to a resolution, would you say? We, we're, we're, we're getting there, okay. we're getting there with the LCA. The bottom line is, when we, when we added the stormwater fee, we've mm-hmm. had some companies and corporations against the stormwater fee. You have to spend money to litigate that. We've had some people that have litigated us against the business privilege tax, mm-hmm. but one windfall, one windfall in the business privilege tax Will benefit and boom this city going forward.
1: Gotcha, Tim. Do you think you could lessen that those legal challenges? I mean, is that because of the way of the world, or is
2: that operational issues? No, I think that's operational. Again, we saw we were under the last administration. We, we definitely had a mayor who used the bully pulpit and pushed things through. Uh, mayor O'Connor is different. We so, we didn't see that in the budget process. Uh, we hope that we see that going forward up until. Uh, of course, January, and uh, where well, I'll be coming here. And uh, look, we're just looking for radical changes. We're looking for to to create an environment where we're actually working with uh, different organizations and to reduce the the opportunity to deal with issues of litigation. We need sound judgment. I've talked about this for a while now. We need people with sound judgment who can lead the way and really build consensus. If we're working together with, uh, let's say, the LCA, just for an example, then. We're going to be able to move forward with them without even getting into the litigation. But there were people who told us, back then, we would be exactly at this position and ask the city not to support that deal. And they supported it anyway.
0: All right, Mayor, go ahead real quick. We, if we, you want. There, we had to do something. The city was broke. Our MMO, which is the police pension, the fire pension, the EMS pension, we were broke. To the
1: we, tune of how much, how far in debt were we?
0: Oh, probably, oh, my God. When we sold, uh, we, we leased the Warden Street deal for $211 million. We I, were probably looking at an MMO each year, anywhere from 18 to $25 million. By, put, by getting that money, we put $156 million to reduce the MMO. We pay, uh, MMO right now is $46 million. We had leveled it out. We, 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 we had to do that deal. And the bottom line is, I go to work every day, logical speaking, sound judgment. Compromise, consensus, I do that every day.
2: Okay, go on Tim and then I'm gonna ask you a uh, question. I would just say um, he supported every budget that uh, Mayor Pulaski pushed forward without asking questions. That's not sound judgment. Our city council members did not ask questions. They went and they said yes, 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 yes. And even when, and there are some members who are in the audience right now who did the research and said, guys, this is why this is not gonna work. And they look at you so and they ignore you and are, they do what they want Tim, anyway.
1: Tim, are you saying in that time that we should have cut expenses or should have raised taxes we, earlier on rather than 127% we should have been looking hit. to cut expenses. Okay,
0: go ahead. Very good. All right, Mayor, go ahead. When a mayor brings a budget, no matter who it is, former administration, city council, and some members out there, we, we still, he can bring a balanced budget, but we still trimmed the, tr- trim the budget in premium pay, okay, capital projects, overtime, health benefits, risk management benefits. We still look at that budget. Go ahead, Tim, then multiple, i got ask you a question. Multiple
2: times we went to the default budget because they couldn't get to a, a consensus, even on council. So, Do you feel
1: you could build that consensus?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. you got to sit down and you got to actually be ready to work, and that's the difference. I, I wouldn't have to bully our city council. I'd be working with them
1: ahead. All right. Tim, I want to ask you a question. You, you brought up the topic, which is interesting, uh, more ward representation on council. Yes. Now it's open election. And your thoughts on why, and then I want to get the mayor to respond.
2: Well, I, I feel that we need more representation throughout all, all our communities across the city. We've had... Um, you know, I've, I've spoken of residents who say Rittersville was absorbed, became Allentown, and they are still treated as the stepchild. We have people in the South Side who are not acknowledged, and we have Center City. I know I lived in Center City my so entire know, life. Just look, so you're saying with this open election approach, people are feeling disenfranchised that you're absolutely. talking Absolutely, okay, absolutely. And this would give them seven districts across the city. Represent, our city council representatives will live in their community. Now, the mayor's going to argue that, oh, if you have an idea and you think you can win, just win. But let's acknowledge the truth here we that the Democrat base is 2,500 and if you're not part of their team you're not gonna get elected even as a Democrat we've seen that okay. time and time again I, I and if you question my numbers it's very simple in February I spoke with his opponents mm-hmm. and told them he has 2,500 voters right now how are you gonna beat him and what were his vote totals okay very good, Mayor, I gotta let you go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Well, t- tw-
0: 2,600 But But,
1: but who's counting?
0: All right, real quick, Mayor, because we're going to go to closing. Here's the bottom line, okay? And and I said this at at the other debate, okay? (laughs) If you want to run for mayor, if you want to run for city council, okay, no matter who you are, where you live, run. If you have a good agenda, you have a good platform, the people accept your agenda, they accept your platform, you're going to win. We've had people from the east side. Mike Demore, who's a magistrate now, he was a president of the city council for years. We had Joe Davis. We had people from the south side. We have we have Cynthia Mooney from the south side. We have Julio Garrida O'Connell, who was on the west. So you're band. saying so it's, a, leveling, it's a level
1: playing side. field? You're not. I'm sorry, Tim, but you know, the one yeah, thing yeah. I hate about this show is it goes fast. <laughs> I got to go to closing remarks. I'll give you two seconds, uh, maybe I five.
2: Just, I would just argue they were all part of the team, part of the establishment okay. team, and they weren't
0: outsiders. Okay,
1: Mayor, you got to start. So Tim will get to close okay. your closing oh. remarks, and then we got to sign
2: off.
0: Okay. The closing statement is, I've known this gentleman for a long time. I respect him tremendously. I know his whole family, okay? I respect him tremendously. The bottom line is, I have the leadership skills. I can move this city forward the next two years. Well, I've, I've already done it two years. The bottom line is, with this city, we are a team. It's not a one-man band. We move the city forward together for the families, the children, the grandchildren. I love Allentown. I bleed Allentown. I, if I'm fortunate enough to win the remaining two years of this term, I will have served the city of Allentown 50 years. 50 years. Because why? I love the city. I bleed the city. I hope you vote for me on November 5th. Thank you. All
1: right, you. Mayor Thanks. O'Connell. Okay.
2: <laughs> Tim Ramos, closing statement. So I would just say to everybody watching and everybody here, we have an opportunity, uh, opportunity to make history in the city of Allentown, to have leadership that prioritize our community first, prioritizes our business owners and not outside uh, influences, outside businesses or prioritizing people who don't even live here yet. We need to take care of ours. We're gonna focus on that. That's my priority. I've worked in the community for 15 years, working with at-risk youth and just serving everybody. I am the definition of a serving leader because guess what? It means service. You have to show up, you have to be there and be present. I've done that for 15 years. I'm going to continue to do that, and we can't just say, "Well, you know, we 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 want you." Yeah, okay, we'll let you culminate 50 years. That's admirable. That's honorable. But we have an opportunity to make good decisions and have leaders with sound judgment who are going to prioritize this community, and that's what I aim to accomplish.
1: All I right, think. Tim Ramos. Hey, thank you, everybody. I'm sorry it was so rapid fire, but time was of the essence. I love people like this that care enough to run. Thank you to both candidates. Don't forget, everybody, if it's business, it matters. We'll see you next week.